0: I'm Amy, I'm Julie, and it's time to pucker up.
1: Let's get into For... it with, um, and talk about uh, round one of the playoffs.
0: Which are officially over as of about... Ten minutes ago? Three minutes ago? Well, <laughs> it depends. It depends on when, which point of the game you actually thought that they were over.
1: Oh. <laughs> At what point oh. does leafing it become leafed it?
0: Yeah. The poor I had the Leafs. Leafs to win
1: really badly.
0: I did too. Just because I
1: hate the Bruins, though. Like, fuck the Bruins.
0: I mean, I don't particularly have a lot of love for them either. I mean, let's talk about since the Bruins and Leafs just wrapped up Game Seven.
1: we'll talk about them first. We'll go through. We'll yeah. Go, we'll, uh, give a couple bullet points, quote unquote, on each. Uh, each uh, round one series. So we'll start with Bruins and Leafs. Since they're the only series that went to seven, I think if they could play more games, they probably would.
0: That is true. This is the series that never ends. It just goes on and on, my friend. I um, gotta
1: give Babcock credit. He said they wanted to go back to Boston.
0: He did, and this year it worked.
1: <laughs> Tortorella tried it. Maybe Tortorella can try it next year, and it'll work.
0: Maybe. Yeah, I guess I don't know. You get you get a do over when you when you fuck up at at Verizon Center slash Capital One and you say we're coming back. You don't get to come back. So this was a this was a series where the Leafs were down three games to one. Yes, and I think a big part of I mean, as much as I hate to say it, a big part of the reason that the Leafs were down three games to one is because Nazem Kadri was not playing
1: because he got suspended. Correct. For charging I believe in the first game
0: was it charging or boarding I think technically that might have been boarding it
1: was a boarding I I thought it was charging for some reason I don't know either way he put his butt into the head of a
0: Boston Bruin
1: (sighs) yes and I like man I got beef with Nazem Kadri, but I guess he's a good hockey player he's kind of dirty in the way Marchand is dirty in that He's a good hockey player, so he doesn't really have to play that way, but he kind of does anyway.
0: Well, oh, and he's also, you know, with apologies to Steve Dangle, now Kadri Bob Ross, which means he knows how to draw penalties.
1: Oh, yeah, as well he as... did that really well last, not last night, night bef- night before last in Game Six. Mm-hmm. Because you came back in, and well. Who was it threw, threw an elbow into the head of Freddie Anderson? Oh yeah, I was.
0: I had stepped out of your apartment for a moment, and I came in and I said, "What happened?" And you said, "Nazem Kadri, Bob Ross."
1: Yeah, and you were like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I mean, and I got I have beef with Nazem Kadri for his knee on knee against Ovi in the playoffs last year, but then again, do I hate Kadri more than I hate Brad Marchand for his elbow to Marcus no. Johansson's head?
0: No, Probably you do not. not. I know that for a fact because I know you well
1: <laughs> I mean Obi wasn't injured I mean like I mean he was he but was. he continued
0: to play yeah he was injured very badly and there was an ugly ugly picture of his ugly ugly thigh yeah
1: but okay here's the thing was that from the first round or did that happen in the second round and it was just because would it still have been bruised from the first round So also that's a lot higher than that knee on knee contact
0: was so, I was listening to, and I listened to many other hockey podcasts, in addition to creating one with you. <laughs> so, I can't remember which one I heard this on, but it might have been NBC Sports Washington with Tarek and the boys. Mm. Um, and they were talking about this particular Nasu Kadri hit, which was Knee on Knee, which led to him pulling a hamstring. And I think that's what we saw on his thigh. Like, oh, okay. thigh that thigh was all bruised. That was real high. So... You know, the fact that he had a weak knee because Kadri busted it up, you know, leads to more, leads to more, leads to more. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's all we have to say about the Bruins and the Leafs other than sorry, Leafs. Bye-bye, Leafs. Sorry, Leafs. We'll see you next year, Leafs.
1: Freddie Anderson's worth his contract, though, isn't
0: he? Mm-hmm.
1: Not sure Tukarask Rask is worth his. I mean. In kind of the way where, God, is Boston's defense that bad? Could be. I, like I mean,
0: we'll see in the next round. It's true. Because the Lightning, if, if, I know if the, the defense light- in in tandem with Tuca is as bad as we think it might be.
1: Lightning going to tear him up. Yep. So let's go on and talk about the Lightning then. All right. The bullets for which I have written, fuck the Tampa Bay Lightning, fuck Nikita Kucherov, and fuck Victor Hedman. So do you have anything to add before I get into how much I hate the Tampa Bay Lightning right now?
0: No, other than the fact that a really good high school friend of mine is a Tampa Bay Lightning fan, and he used right. to live in the in the greater D.C., Maryland, Virginia area, and he would always come to the Lightning Capitals games, and whenever he came to the games, we would win. <laughs> but now, um, since he is, his wife is in the service, and so they have been stationed in Okinawa, and he has not come to any um, Tampa Bay Go to Capitals game games this season, and it's kind of evident.
1: I have issues with this Tampa Bay Lightning Jersey Devils series because I have a lot of feelings about the Jersey Devils and my feelings about the Jersey Devils are very complicated on account of um I have some other than You have many. Other well, aside from the fact that the Caps traded Marcus Johansson there last summer and I have a lot of feelings about him. Specifically, I now have, like, actual
0: feelings about the Jersey you Devils. You went and caught New Jersey Devil feelings.
1: I did. I Like, like I caught feelings for my side piece because I'm an idiot. Everybody who has a side piece knows you don't catch feelings for your side piece. But here I am, like, fretting about, like, Nico Hechier and, and Taylor Hall and Keith Kincaid and all those idiots up there in New Jersey. So, basically, my two biggest beeves with this series... <laughs> are um, Nikita Kucherov's hit on Sammy Votnin, which when we talk about the Knights and Kings series, it's the exact same hit that Drew Doughty was suspended for on um, Carrier. only and, and they're like, oh, well, the point of contact was different. Yes, yeah, sure, Jan. Sure. V- anyway, Votnin ended up concussed from that hit, which they revealed at uh, Devil's Breakdown Day. And Kucherov didn't even get a penalty for it. Then, at the end of that very same game, because reffing was a complete shit show in this series, Victor Hedman speared Nico Hischier in the sack. So, I hope he feels real good about taking on a 19-year-old and needing to, like, spear him in the dick. Because, I don't know, Jersey was winning, and he didn't feel good about his hockey skills, so he needed to hit someone in the crotchetal region. Um,
0: <laughs> I didn't Crotchetal have, region like, is like, my favorite <laughs> phrase for that region. <laughs>
1: I didn't have a lot of feelings about the Tampa Bay Lightning until this series, but now I have a lot of negative ones. So good job, Tampa.
0: Yeah, see, I always had negative feelings for the Tampa Bay Lightning really? because, well, because my friend Dave he taught me to talk shit against Tampa because he'd always come talk shit against my Capitals.
1: Oh, so you had so. like a self-defense?
0: Correct. So sticking with the East in yes. the first round, we'll save the Caps for last.
1: We should and save talk him.
0: about yeah, and talk about pens and flyers. <laughs> and I you know that's just like the series that goaltending forgot and then remembered and then forgot again and then really forgot
1: like Philly's goaltending situation Philly's goaltending situation is so sad it's so sad
0: but you know what and you and I have talked about this to some extent in the past Murray is not good Murray's not a
1: good goaltender I'm sorry they uh and you can there's a different clip on our soundcloud currently where you can go and you can listen to us talk about andrew hammond in the um at the bleh, andrew hammond with the colorado avalanche and how it's like they put him in for one game he had one incredible game in him and that was it and i feel like murray has kind of done that for the Penguins, like they've put him in, like he came in, I guess, in relief his rookie year or whatever, because Flurry was hurt and he had this like incredible thing, and then he comes back and it's like, eh. like who did they face in the third round? The fucking Senators. Yeah, it's
0: the Senators.
1: Like, dude, seven game it was seven games against the friggin' Senators.
0: Yeah, and it was seven games against the Senators, which and tells le- you a little bit about
1: Murray. Seventh game went to double OT, if I'm not mistaken
0: oh i can't remember but you're probably not mistaken you know these things
1: <laughs> you know this um, is all the stuff that's in my head now um and so this time there's no flurry to back murray up and they've sort of had this up and down all season with tristan jerry and casey DeSmith. who look man casey DeSmith is a domestic abuser and i'm fully against him being anyone's professional goalie in any capacity because i do know this about him and he was kicked out of his college about him and they're trying to give him this redemption arc and i'm not cool with it
0: once you get past murray for the fly oh, ain't none there see that's why i said it it's a big load of womp womp and... yeah because the
1: flyers have the exact same problem correct they come into this series with neuverth hurt i mean and
0: surprise i mean he's perpetually hurt
1: glass glass bones paper skin Uh, Hello Kitty Neuwirth. Correct.
0: Um, (laughs) And um,
1: he bails them out. And then Neuwirth comes in in relief of Brian Elliott.
0: Correct.
1: In like game
0: three. Well, and weren't they playing Mrazik for a little while too? Mrazik
1: came in in relief of Elliott in game one. The game one when the pens just smoked them for seven nothing. They put Brazik in. So it's like, "Mm, guys.
0: Well, and either Murray pitches a shutout or it's like 8-5 or 5-1. Or, you know, it's just, like I said, it's the series that goaltending forgot and then remembered and then forgot again.
1: And that's, and I don't know, like, I I really think that, okay, let me start this thought over. I really think Mm -hmm. That the difference you can see, especially with the Penns Flyers series, is the Flyers' defense is really not that good. Supposedly, the Penguins' defense is. So well, what is it? We know
0: is for it, a fact that the Flyers' defense is really not that good. I, with the exception of maybe Goss Despair. Yeah, but he's surrounded by such ineptitude that it's hard for him to be as good plus, as he probably is.
1: they have Radko Gudas out there hurting their own players.
0: Is it, well and that was going to be my next point
1: is it, I don't know if Gutis is a, is a
0: D-man or a forward honestly Gutis is a defenseman Okay,
1: that's, I was, that's what I was thinking and I was like wait maybe he's a forward I don't know Radko Gutis' life other than he looks like he crawled out of a cave and he can't play hockey for shit he just needs to be relegated to the A with Sestito please don't send him to the A just cut him free send him back to where he came from I don't, I don't and,
0: even know where he came from
1: He's, he's Jack. Oh, isn't
0: he? Is he? I have no idea.
1: Google that later. I think he's check. Yes. Um, no, I mean, he could be like, there's no room for enforcers left in this league. And I think it hurts the flyers more than it helps them to have him on the team. Obviously, since he tore Couturier's MCL, which by the way, Sean Couturier for MP- MVP of that series for playing on a torn MCL and scoring a hat trick.
0: Yes. He is a Czech professional ice hockey defense man. Okay.
1: I thought he, he was has... Czech because I, I thought I was thinking he and, um, Neuberth were the same nationality.
0: Oh, and you know who else, you know who drafted him? Us. No, Pittsburgh? the Tampa Bay lightning. Oh,
1: Tampa Bay was like, nah, we don't need this.
0: Yeah. He played for them. And then I guess he went back to, to Czech Republic and played for a team there. And then he came to the flyers.
1: Uh, like was that like lockout when he went back and
0: played in the Czech Republic? Uh, probably. Because I always
1: have to check the dates when I'm looking stuff up. Because I'm like, oh wait, so he went and played overseas. Oh, was that lockout?
0: 2014. So that oh, sounds so was about it after right.
1: Lockout. No, nope. lockout was
0: 1213. Oh. Um. Oh no. Wait. Hold on. No, that was the Olympics. Never mind. Hold on. <laughs> I can't read. He played for the Norfolk Admirals and the Syracuse Crunch. The Crunch. Um. In the minors. Uh, we
1: getting really in depth about Radko Gudis who we don't even like what was your theory about Gudis by the way
0: oh yes my theory about Gudis is that he's intentionally trying to make Nuvi look bad because Nuvi went and knocked up his sister
1: it's a cute baby and
0: though I, I, it's a very cute baby very adorable little girl and you know his sister is smoking hot I mean what are you gonna do
1: she, she got all the good looking jeans let me tell you what because he ain't smoking hot Mm. that's appealing to someone somewhere I'm sure
0: I hope not but anyway so yeah it's I, I don't think it's probably great for team building relationships when you know one of your teammates goes and knocks up your sister
1: okay well it's not great for team building relationships when you pair your teammates mcl either so good job correct but he also was directly responsible for two of the pens goals in that last game
0: like yeah that's that's why i have my theory because he basically skated out in front of the goaltender his own goaltender turned over the puck and said here you go
1: yo there was a real harsh turnover and right at the end of that bruins leafs game that i was sure the bruins were gonna bury and i was just like covering my eyes
0: I'm sure this will come up again in our podcast, but I do have relatives who are Flyers fans. Ugh. And I tweeted them pictures of turnover pastries during that final game.
1: That is brutal. That's brutal. I'm so glad nobody in my family gives a single tiny rabbit shit about hockey.
0: Well, you know, they're going to they talk enough smack themselves. They deserve to get smack talk back a little so, bit. So
1: do you want to talk caps and jackets or do you want to move to the West?
0: Oh, uh, let's talk caps and jackets and then we'll go to the West so i like to divide my east and west
1: okay so uh my uh number one bullet on this was the washington capitals do not believe in completing hockey games and regulation
0: holy shit
1: i mean neither do the la kings and vegas golden knights apparently but still and theirs was much later at night oh yes but game two we go to the game and amy and i go to the games together we carpool together take the metro in we get to game two and, um, game two goes to overtime and we're, and we're like, shit. What, what, game what two do? goes
0: to overtime on a Sunday night. On a Sunday that night. Very when the Metro point. closes
1: at 11, 11, o'clock because DC don't care about sports and the Metro is a piece of shit. And this is not going to turn into a shitting on the Metro podcast, but God,
0: it could, it
1: could. <laughs> um, so the Metro closes at 11 and the last train out of gallery place. Is it to where we needed to go? Was it like eleven eighteen or something like that? Mm-hmm. So literally, right as the game finishes, and we get out of Capital One Arena at approximately eleven twenty, so we've missed the train, and Uber's gonna be over a hundred dollars
0: surge pricing
1: oh yeah we I text my roommate, and I'm like, Dude, can you come and pick us up So my poor roommate drives from where we live in the suburbs. <laughs> Into DC and picks us up at the frickin' arena and drives us to the metro where my car is parked,
0: which is a good fifteen miles or so. Like it's, coming it's, it's, in it's, and then it's, another it's a solid,
1: solid half an hour, forty-five minutes. Yeah, we made friends while we were standing outside because there were some very drunk gentlemen. Um, we did
0: well. We made friends before the drunk gentlemen. We made a dancing friend.
1: Yeah, there was this girl who was he uh, either enrolled in or teaching a salsa class who came down and. Was very during her break
0: to to bum a cigarette off of me. Was which very is, you know, really healthy
1: fl- flirtatious <laughs> and beautiful, and I love her. Um, Miss Connection, please call me.
0: There you go. <laughs> she also fixed Julie's hair.
1: Yeah, no, she. Yeah.
0: She's wearing her little dance leotards and her little her little strappy, her little strappy high heels, <sighs> with her little. She was Eastern European someplace.
1: Anyway, that was also the game. Enough about my love life that's non existent. That's also the game where um, the game winning goal was challenged, not challenged, but reviewed for offsides. And it was pretty clear that the putt carrier entered the zone after someone else. Correct. Still was upheld as a goal. So maybe I don't know what offsides is. I mean. I thought I did.
0: But Maybe hockey the refs rules, don't
1: hockey rules in the playoffs, and especially in this series, and this is true of all of the games that I've watched, Flyers-Pens games, Lightning Devils games, Preds-Avs games, seem to have the same thing in common, which is the officiating has been fucking terrible.
0: So here's a question that just popped into my head. If for some reason, like, okay, we know that the offsides, like, during a regular game, if you challenge a goal for offsides and your challenge is not agreed with, you get a penalty. Correct. So I guess part of the reason I, I would think that the challenge even happened was because it was the end of the game. So even if they screwed up, they wouldn't have a penalty? thing
1: is, I don't think the Caps are the ones that challenged it. I think Toronto. like Who? Tor- it came down from God. Oh, it came from Toronto.
0: I don't think it was oh, anybody. Oh, Toronto in the said, arena. "All right, this is a late goal. We got to look at it." Okay, that makes sense.
1: I think it came Yeah, I don't think the caps challenged that one. I think it came down from God.
0: Oh. And then they were like,
1: "Oh, wait, maybe we should act because they look at all goals scored in overtime for um offsides and goaltender interference anyway." So, obviously, Toronto saw something and then they were like, "Hold up. We really got to look." Yeah. So,
0: yeah, see, this is and it, it's all becoming a blur. I've seen so much hockey in the last two weeks.
1: <laughs> I know. I've I normally only watch Caps games, so really, um, like having to commit to watching like Devils games and Flyers games has really like made me exhausted. Plus, I will never get those, like, seven hours that I spent watching that one Knights and Kings game back.
0: I know, and that was kind of my fault because I the... called it going into overtime. You, you said
1: it was going to go to overtime, but you didn't say it was going go to go double overtime. I and did And nothing, not. nothing even fucking happened. That was a one-goal game. Like, why?
0: I, because, like, West Coast. I don't like Nation and we've, that we we've, And we've transitioned nicely into that series. You know how many total goals were scored in that series? Like, five. And it was a sweep.
1: So we'll keep that in mind. Like five goals, seven. Oh, okay, so I'm not that far off. It was like, yeah. Knights and Kings was a sweep. That one fucking game. Amy's over. We start watching it, and she's like, "Yeah," because we, we she came over to watch the Pens and Flyers Caps game. game. Was it the Caps no. game or was the Pens and Flyers? Mm-hmm. That was Friday night. No.
0: Oh, it might have been. Yeah, you're right. It was Friday night yeah. because I, it didn't matter how late I was going home, and how late I stayed up to watch and it. And
1: so she goes oh yeah no this one's gonna go to ot so i'm gonna go ahead and go home and i was like motherfucker,
0: because it was tied it was tied 1-1 when i left like in the first intermission you second uh, intermission
1: second intermission because the first intermission they were showing the clip from the jets in the wild game where they were fighting and all it was was just dan winnick throwing punches and that was all i cared about so that's all. See, I know. You know, that's all I know about the, the Jets and Wild series was Dan. There,
0: well, and there that takes us over to the Jets and the Wild series. Yeah, which, there's not
1: a lot to talk about in the West Coast in the in the Western Conference. Like I don't yeah, watch any of which the games. Which was
0: almost almost a sweep. It was expected to be a sweep. Yeah. It wasn't quite.
1: The Wild won Game Three at home, and that was it.
0: Speaking of sweeps, one could shave off Patrick Galina's beard and use it for a broom. One could say that it might have been assembled from the leftover bristles of a zamboni somewhere. One could say, you know, it's made out of those those noodles that you throw into a wok and they go... Pfft. I don't know what those are called. What are those called? Those are, you know like, what I mean? I
1: believe those are rice noodles.
0: Perhaps. There's another word for them.
1: I really don't know.
0: Yeah, but you know what I meant. I do The ones that go. I,
1: they look like styrofoam.
0: Yes. It looks like somebody threw those on his face.
1: Two things about that, that series. Well, three things if you count Patrick Liner's beard.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, Dan Winnick punched some guys. Three things, and he if, has
0: a glorious beard.
1: I was gonna say four things if you count Dan Winnick's beard, which is lush as fuck, always, unless it's November, and then he's got the world's best mustache.
0: Correct, handlebars for the win.
1: My roommate asked me one night when we were all over watching hockey, and she goes, "Can a goalie take a penalty?" And I said, "Yeah, but he doesn't usually go serve it. They send someone over to serve it for him."
0: I was there for that. And she goes,
1: "Oh." So then she goes to do her bedtime yoga, which is now a second intermission ritual because it helps uh, the Caps win. And we switch over to the Jets wild game and Connor Hellebuck takes a fucking penalty and Melanie's not in the room.
0: And I'm like, dude, I told her when she came back too. I said, you missed it. A goalie got a penalty.
1: I was like, of all the times for a goalie to take a penalty, it has to be while she's out of the room.
0: I think it's really interesting that one, you know, the game we were watching happened to have one. After she asked about it,
1: I know. And well, I mean, it was like—it's
0: not like it's something that happens very often. I know.
1: Well, unless you're watching the LA Kings,
0: well, well, Jonathan Quick, and lo- that's all I have to say about that. Lo- he
1: loves to hit people.
0: He does. Um. So, um Short ducks
1: sweep. sweep. Shorks got better giveaways than anybody else, though.
0: They do. Their 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 towels are awesome. Their duck hunt towels
1: were perfection. Like, dude. Dude, seriously, I want them. If anybody's got spare Shorks, Ducks games, uh, three and four Duck Hunt towels, send them to me.
0: Interesting side note about the Ducks. Um, A few years ago when I made a vacation out of going to see the Capitals play in California and I went and saw them in Anaheim and L.A. and San Jose, I noticed that John Gibson, who at the time was a backup goalie, had Duck Hunt art on his mask which if you play for the ducks is not necessarily the smartest thing in the world
1: (laughs) hockey's we're not
0: are not known for
1: like their brains
0: i know but it was really cool it was really cool goalie mask art but i was like but you play for the no my
1: favorite one is like eddie lack had the sweetest chef on his when he got moved out to calgary you know i love me some eddie lack
0: that's true lots of people do
1: he's beautiful So, Western Conference, last one, Preds and Avs.
0: Well, we talked a little bit about the Hamburglar already.
1: Yeah, I love, I I wish the Avs had, had like, come through and really, like, put it, stuck it to the Preds. Because I learned a thing about the Preds this season, and it's that they're kind of dicks. And I really wanted my scrappy team of big blonde Vikings to to put it on them. I gotta stay out saying put it on them, because that's a little bit. I porn. always
0: hold, I yeah, I also I always hold a special place in my heart for underdogs, and, the ass, and so really, I really. felt comfortable rooting for the underdogs. But at the same time, I also hold a special place in my heart for PK's band, and I dig the Nashville fans. I dig their vibe. It sucks to be in their building and be losing, you know. Which I wish that we as not you and I, but we as a group of Capitals fans. Could kind of get our shit together on that.
1: Yeah, I mean, Caps fans, Capital One Arena doesn't do like the chanting thing as well as a lot of other places do. I mean, we went to Jersey. Jersey was a blast. Philly is not particularly fun when you're the losing team. Dallas doesn't do a lot of chanting the other team. Those are the those are the arenas I've been to. So
0: Yeah, I and I've been to a few more. I mean, Nashville is one of them. And when I went, we were losing five to something. Ugh. So I got to hear, he shoots, he scores, you suck five times. I want to go to
1: Nashville, but not as a Caps fan. I want to do the thing like we did when we went up and saw um, saw the Devils play the Lightning, which the Devils won. The Devils beat the Lightning in all of their regular season matchups, by the way. I know, so there's they were no teases. no fucking reason they should have lost this series. I'm so pissed. Fuck Andre Vasilevsky, he's a fucking witch. I swear to God. Anyway, no, we went up there and we were like devil's fans and that was fun. And that's what I want to do in Nashville.
0: I mean, I'll go down there sometime with you. I mean, but also I I'll have go like back.
1: discomfort toward Nashville because I was sitting in, uh, we went down to the glass for warmups um, for the last Nashville game at Capital One Arena. And I'm sitting there and I like, look, and I see Mike Fisher and I go, I went to high school with your wife.
0: That's true. Like you do have him, a not to him, but Nashville as an aside
1: to Amy, I'm like connection. That's weird. That made it a little bit weird for me. In other news, I just received an email with the first four game schedule. For... <gasps> yeah. So game one, as we know, Thursday, April twenty sixth, seven p.m. Pittsburgh at Washington. Um, game two, Sunday, April twenty ninth, three p.m. Pittsburgh at mm. Washington. Game three, Tuesday, May 1st, 7.30. Game four, Thursday, May 3rd, 7 p.m.
0: Okay, so I'm going to have to tell my therapist that I need to reschedule my appointment for Tuesday evening (laughs) because because I will be at your house. And I already told her that I might be telling her that.
1: Amy is three for three of games watched from my apartment.
0: Correct. When wearing my Jesus Holtby sweatshirt, shout out to my sister for buying me a sweatshirt on Etsy that has a nice little... Painting sketch of Hopi that makes him look like Jesus, superimposed on a giant bald eagle.
1: The way God intended. Correct. So, round two preview. Knights and Sharks.
0: I don't know. Two really good teams. I think it goes to seven. Yeah. I think there's probably a couple overtime games in them. I, I,
1: I... Like, I don't know, because I don't really know what, like, their regular season, because these are not teams that I necessarily follow. Mm. Um, But the Sharks blew out the Ducks in almost every single game. The Sharks scored more goals in a game than the Knights scored in an entire series. So I have to wonder how that's really going to shake out. But also the Sharks are dead to me because they picked up Evander Kane. Like, I'm torn. I'm really torn. Well,
0: I think the the main disadvantage for the Ducks is that they're older and they're not as fast as Vegas. The Sharks? Yeah. Did I say the Ducks? sure did. Wow. Same diff. Well, yeah, pretty much. So were you going Knights on that? I think, hey, as much as I hate to say it, I think I'm going to go Knights on that.
1: I kind of think I I am too. I mean, like, I like the Sharks. I love me some Brent Burns. I love me some Joe Thornton. Dad Bod Joe Pavelski. But I think it's the Knights. Yeah, and we'll revisit that later and hopefully the Sharks can prove me wrong. But it's a matter also a matter of like if they advance who can who beats the Jets or the Preds. So Jets or Preds who comes out of that? I mean, like I feel spiteful, very spiteful about the Predators. So I kind of want it to be the Jets.
0: But that would mean you'd be rooting for Patrick Liney's beard and it going (laughs) and perhaps scoring a goal all sentiently on its own.
1: Because it's a tentacle? Like, what did you say it was? Without tentacles? (laughs) Amy comes to, like, okay, so the (laughs) Caps are playing the Jets. The Capital One Arena. And Amy comes to sit in the seat next to mine because it's empty. And she yells something about Line's beard.
0: Being made up of the tentacles of a sea creature. Uh, And I, (laughs) uh,
1: I just, I I don't even know. (laughs)
0: And I think I did. I yelled the Zamboni one too you did in yell the Capital One Arena.
1: And now our friend Nikki, who sits in front of
0: me, she, she puts in special requests for descriptions of Patrick Liney's beard
1: every time he comes up. Because look, it's it's a choice. Were you the one and, that was making the Amish uh, Amish Paradise jokes?
0: Yes, I tweeted when they showed a picture of his beard from the bench and like the last game that they played. I just retweeted it and put "Been spending most of our lives living in an Amish paradise."
1: So now we know it's gonna be—I I don't know—I I don't want. I'm just mad at the. It's gonna
0: hours. be a really good series. It's gonna be fun oh, yeah. to watch, oh, guaranteed. Yeah. I just—I that one's a crap shoot, man. I'm
1: really salty about that shit that Forsberg said about the president's cut trophy. So um, I'm going Jets.
0: You know what? I think I'm going to go with you. Between that and my propensity to root for the underdog, which in this case, Winnipeg is, even ever so slightly in this matchup.
1: Because I may be a Caps fan, but Philadelphia is apparently the team of my soul. Uh, Fueled purely by spite. There you go. So the Bruins are going to play the Lightning, and I hope they beat each other to death for seven games. But as we discussed earlier... They will beat each
0: other to death for seven games. We
1: may find out... That the Bruins defense is full of holes.
0: I'm just thinking from a strictly from a goaltending standpoint, I mean the Lightning's got it all over I think Kuka. The,
1: yeah. Lightning's got the leg up on goaltending for sure. Unless Vasilevsky loses his magical witch powers. Somebody uh, takes his He might get
0: he might get tired again. You know, Ugh. he got tired during the regular season.
1: Whatever excuse they're giving for
0: Ugh. I mean, they played. They've played him into the ground, like it, oh, yeah. that's no lie. I don't even know who their backup goalie is. That's a really good question. I'm gonna pull up my little I, NHL app. I
1: know the Bruins' backup goalie is named Kudobin. I don't know. Who their I know that.
0: I is. I know that too because whenever I see his name, I think Hadouken. I don't know why. Hadouken. I just. Um, I
1: mean, nobody can see me, but I did do the hand thing. Excellent. Domingue, apparently.
0: Or Budai
1: uh what oh man you are not wrong that is something they've got three what now i'm concerned
0: yeah well Well. Okey-dokey. oh and they have they have their own equivalent of brady shay when it comes to weird last names on their team and that is schuster spelled s-u-s-t-r schuster
1: sure they do. sure it is buddy it's like Connor Sherry being pronounced Connor Sherry. Whatever, Pittsburgh, it's fucking not.
0: <laughs> so that brings us, speaking of Pittsburgh, to the place that we all knew that we would arrive.
1: The second round matchup that nobody fucking wanted.
0: I don't know. No? I think, o- I think Ovi wants it. I think Ovi wants it this year more than ever. Well, I'm going to need him to go out there and play like it then. I mean... He's been, he's been pulling his weight. He oh, did yeah. a really good job he's in the first He's been pulling series. his
1: weight and, like, somebody else's weight. He's that's... been pulling weight for, like, two people, scoring 50 goals.
0: Well, that's somebody else's. <sighs> TJ Oshie.
1: Don't even fucking talk to me about TJ Oshie. Speaking of TJ Oshie, what the fuck is wrong with TJ Oshie?
0: I don't know. His brain might still be rattling around inside of his skull. Also, I think... Was it you that mentioned a possible separated shoulder? So, I mean, this is how rumors get started. But No, I know.
1: Okay, so last year, when he was out with an upper body, and it was his shoulder, and it was not the concussion that nobody wanted to admit was a concussion until, I think it was Brooks orpic you know, said it was a concussion. He had a, like, dislocated shoulder or something, and somebody, like, he had a shirt off in one of these pictures, and somebody was like, oh, if his shoulder doesn't separate this season, it's going to eventually, and I... Um, sort of inclined to think it may have something
0: to do with that. He's certainly not checking people as hard. Mm -hmm. A, not checking people as often, and B, when he does, not nearly as hard as he normally does. He
1: hasn't been in practice in a month. He's taken a maintenance day, and Boyd has been his spot filler. So I don't know.
0: And then... With and I'd re- say he can still skate, but he continues to fall down. Uh,
1: look, I don't know. That's just the TJ Oshie school of skating. I don't know why TJ Oshie can't skate, but TJ Oshie can't fucking skate. It's it's really funny <laughs> I, when it's I mean, it, like it's really funny. I don't know. And one thing I wanted to like talk about is so they called up Nate Walker today.
0: That is true. And I, I don't know what to feel about that. Quote
1: unquote called up. I mean, I guess he's just going to hang out in box with um, Boyd and Pinho and Gersich. Actually, I think Gersich is back and in college. Andrei. Andre. Is Andre even up there? Because he had surgery.
0: Oh, that's true. I don't know.
1: <clears throat> because they said he already had it. So the thought process behind that is what? Like, why do we need another black ace call up? Are we, like, is it insurance? We've already got three forwards sitting up there.
0: Well, do we know that Pinho's a forward? We had this discussion.
1: I'm Googling this
0: right now. Excellent. Center. He's a center. Oh. So that's. Oh, but he's a center.
1: That's two centers sitting up there.
0: And then. Well, and I bet the one center was there because of Beagle. Boyd was there because of Beagle.
1: Gersich is center and left wing. Walker is left wing. But I bet he can so, right as well. I
0: bet he can do anything.
1: <laughs> Nathan Walker will do anything he is asked to do. I guarantee you. Including penalty kill Barry Trotz.
0: Yes, please.
1: So Although, this is, you know,
0: I can't complain about our PK.
1: No, I can't complain about our PK, but I can't complain about one of the comments that Barry Trotz made at the beginning of the season and that's why Nate Walker wasn't getting ice time was that he didn't penalty kill. I go to Hershey Games.
0: See, but all right, I'm going to play devil's advocate here and say, did he mean he doesn't penalty kill or that on the big boy team, he doesn't penalty kill because there are enough people who do?
1: I don't know. Put him out there. Let's see what happens. Regular season would have been a great time to try that, especially when we were a complete shit show at the beginning of the season. Mm hmm. I mean, look, our lines are whatever. I have beef with one line decision. I really, really like that they moved Stevenson up to the line with Backstrom and Oshie.
0: Bill Steve is doing awesome.
1: Well, Steve is amazing. And that's like, Verana sucks on that line with Beagle and on. That is not the right place for him.
0: Move him up just one with Connolly and Eller.
1: Well, the thing is, they're both left wings. Connolly and Verana are both left wings. So I think the idea is, well, they want to keep him on the left side. Uh, uh. Move DSP down to that bottom line. DSP is a fourth liner. Better yet, yeah. dump Chase on and put someone else in there.
0: I would really like to see Chase on dumped for Walker. I don't know.
1: I mean, I'd like to see Orpic dumped as well, but...
0: But well, that ain't going to happen. <sighs> Unless Orpic gets hurt. And not that I ever root actively for someone to get hurt. Especially someone on the team that I love. But...
1: D'Artangibles abides. Correct. So... Malkin and Hagelin are out for at least game one.
0: Again, I do not actively root for players to get hurt, but... we.
1: Yeah. I mean, that does take away our secret weapon of speaking Russian to Malkin from the bench, causing him to throw a fit and getting him thrown out of the game.
0: I mean, there's more games.
1: <laughs> that, I just... That's my favorite thing that's happened all season because it's so fucking
0: stupid on several levels why'd you get angry he spoke to me Russian from the bench what? while I'm from busy the, I, I'm busy he speak Russian to me I, I, I'm I busy I have things to do like, like like throw your arms in the air and yell cause like, that really looked like about all you were slam
1: doing. a player's stick into the bench and hit a coach with it my favorite coach Coach Dracula
0: <laughs> how dare you there's there's Coach Dracula and Coach who's the um the one from from the Adams family that's bald. Fester? Yeah.
1: Is that what you're calling Reardon now?
0: No, the other one, the little oh. bald one. Oh god. The really bald one. Shit. Um you know who I mean. I can't ever remember his name. I can't remember his name either. But he coaches he's the special teams coach.
1: No, I got nothing for you, man. Yeah. I know.
0: You know Trotz who I mean. Trotz
1: and Reardon and Lambert and that's it. I, I'm done. I'm exhausted.
0: Trotz is the Lorax. He speaks for the trees.
1: Oh my god. So let's let's uh let's move on to our next segment, uh which we will call some low lights.
0: Yes, we're gonna do low lights and highlights and then a thigh light.
1: And um, you wanted to talk about the Toronto no goal from I believe game six.
0: Yeah, so I think you and I talked about this on our little snippets that we have posted on SoundCloud, but worth repeating, if you're gonna deny a goal, like if you're gonna, if, if a puck goes in the net and then all of a sudden the refs are yelling, no goal, no goal, and they say it's no goal because of goalie interference, then somebody needs to call a goalie interference penalty. That's fair. Like,
1: like if it's no goal for goalie interference, a goalie, sh- or a Players, and if that's the way the it goal, gets the, called on the ice why am i saying the goalie no the player who interfered should go to the box yes that makes sense that didn't know happen it never does and i don't understand that it makes no sense it makes zero sense a lot of hockey doesn't make any sense
0: a lot of goalie interference doesn't make any sense
1: i mean because it's fake did you see Tortorella's comment about why they didn't do well in game three was because they had that game game two went late and they say they flew back instead of staying in d c overnight or something or and getting a good night's and sleep a good and then coming sleep. yeah like buddy, really that's what you went with
0: a like those kids aren't gonna get up early anyhow, no matter where they are because they're in the playoffs dude and b like it ain't a long flight no. It's, it's a, not like you're traveling how. cross it's like, country. It's like an hour and a half tops. And you think they didn't sleep on the plane? If they were that tired, they would have slept on oh the plane. Oh my God, dude. You they know, did I, not sleep on the plane. Anytime I get on a
1: plane, I go straight
0: the fuck to sleep. I'm like, uh, I'm done. No, hockey players like drink beer and play cards on the plane and or play video games. It's true. I shouldn't say that. They probably like drink scotch and play cards on oh, the plane. Please. Some of them do. You know some of them do. The you know Brooks Orpik does.
1: who drinks... no because he's too like healthful the only one who oh, drinks scotch is um Braden Holby and you know
0: it yeah cause he's a hipster doofus and I love him
1: we've witnessed him drinking a brown liquor on the rocks in person at
0: freaking Shake Shack yeah.
1: in his shirt sleeves, rolled up wearing the hat still at the casino that hat is the worst that hat is the worst tripping no calls so the Couturier trip in uh the pens flyers game six wherein the pens immediately scored a goal and nothing was ever called against whoever committed the trip i don't remember who did it now and then there was no i just
0: remember him falling down and going boom a blatant
1: trip behind the net in dude when all of the okay
0: when all of the nbc announcers go you know that really should have been a call you know there's a problem
1: yeah, because they're all constantly trying to speak around the pen's dicks in their mouths. And I say that a lot, and I want to be clear that I'm not saying it because I think being gay is a bad thing. But I'm saying it because of the nepotism of blowing your way to the top. Just to be clear. Suck all the dick you want, but don't do you it know? to get ahead. Earn it! <laughs> Anyway, there was also a no call on a trip um, that directly resulted in a goal against the Caps because Christian Juice was so blatantly ca- blatantly tripped that every single capital on the ice stopped to yell at the referees.
0: Mm hmm. Which and was, basically waited for a whistle to blow, like which was they like, thought it was going to happen.
1: Maybe not the best call. Yeah. No. As far as playing hockey is concerned, I mean, but, what's like, rule
0: number one? You play straight from whistle to whistle, like. Right.
1: But obviously, maybe there should have been a call there if everyone was like, "Um, poor Christian Juice was just really getting the hammer from Columbus from the second he went in." Especially because, because he's little. He's because he's little, and especially because the announcers kept calling him Pear. The entire time. Apparently, not only the national announcers in game three, but the local Columbus announcers, because I saw someone talking about it during game four, too. So they just called him Pear the whole time.
0: I was like, no, no, that's his name. Well, and I think it was the announcers in particular who were former players and probably played about the same time that Pear Juice did.
1: But not it, that that's
0: yeah. an excuse, but
1: Well, the, it's a the national guys someone corrected them and they stopped doing it after the first intermission Mm -hmm. but apparently the columbus guys this was ongoing
0: well it's ohio what do you want yeah yeah. the school systems aren't all that great out there
1: i got nothing man i know it smells like pee that's all i know about ohio
0: so any other low lights i don't have any
1: but do you other than like general officiating like i hope it's better in this next series which starts tomorrow
0: i know right oh i don't know what to expect from the officiating i do know that the he stat um our friend our friend steve dangle on his on his podcast he and adam wilde and jesse blake were talking about the columbus caps series and maybe bob wasn't looking very bob-like and you know and, wasn't he but what the stat that steve threw out there or no, it was Adam, which is very fair, is that, do you know how many times the Blue Jackets were shorthanded in that series in six games? I do not. 27. Is that a lot? Yes. Okay. That's, I mean, that's...
1: How many times were we shorthanded?
0: Almost, uh, that I don't know. I haven't bothered to look that up. I remembered the stat just because I heard it and thought it was outrageous. But it is, in fact, true. But that means we averaged over four power plays a game but the other thing is and they didn't mention this and i thought about it some is that we played the equivalent of seven games in six with all of the overtimes probably more than seven
1: no just five extra periods of hockey
0: so yeah that's more than seven games in six if there's five extra periods of hockey then that's three and that's a game And then almost another, so almost eight games of hockey in six. That's ridiculous. So yeah, and actually if you divide twenty-eight by or twenty-seven by seven, that's a little bit better. But still, that's a lot of shorthanded time for the other team. And my guess is it seemed pretty even through the series, I think if you added it up. But there were just a lot. Like you don't hear of that many penalties being called during the playoffs. Period.
1: You, uh, I would like to see that stat compared with um, the stats, the, the same stats from the Tampa Bay uh, Jersey game uh, series,
0: because well, and, and the Pens and the Pens Flyers series. Well, I am
1: pretty sure the game six, most of that second period, the Devils played shorthanded. Mm. in some shape or form. So, yeah, that is. I mean, the officiating was just hot garbage. It was just, it was unreal. I mean, like, half the shit was fake. Half the shit they didn't call. So if they had actually, like, not called some of the shit they called and called some of the shit they should have, it would have balanced out. But, like, Jesus.
0: Well, and then they're racing to make makeup calls because they realize they done fucked up. But, like, like what if you it don't just, make makeup calls? I know. But it just ends up rolling up upon itself and it's like a rolling stone that actually does gather moss or something like that a snowball that's what I'm thinking of yeah but it's like gathering yellow snow well or wet ice oh was... my <laughs> <laughs> ice.
1: ice is wet so let's talk about highlights let's talk about highlight real goal and give give the Leafs their ups for the last time this season and uh talk about your boy your six syllable alliterative Caspery Kapanen
0: Yes, ma'am, with his very first playoff Hell
1: goal. of a shorthanded goal.
0: Yes. Man, he just... He did he, that. Yeah, he did that. I mean, he, I'd like to say he had patience on that, but he really didn't. He was, he was truly on the rush, and he was running out of room.
1: Yeah, he had to get there. And figured out
0: him. a way. He made it happen. Did he also
1: draw a penalty on that?
0: I don't think so. No, I don't think so, but I think it was when one of the Bruins players tried to cut him off And then ended up sliding into the boards by his damn self
1: Oh that was a different one. Oh, was it? Yeah
0: Alright I got confused. Mm-hmm. But yes he did a good job Kasperi Kapanen And you know, i I'm, I'm a big fan of Hockey players with six syllable Alliterative <laughs> names Kasperi Kapanen is one Nino Niederreiter is another Yurki Yokipaka Is another Tuvo Teravainen
1: was the other one Tuvo
0: Teravainen and there was another one wasn't there
1: um, there was one, but he wasn't in the in the league. I think.
0: Oh. Or was
1: that Yerky Yoki Paka?
0: Yerky Yoki Paka is not in the league. Okay. There was another one that was on my fantasy team. I had Kasperi Kapanen and Nino and TiVo, and there was another, was there a another third one. one. Yeah. Nino and Intivo Tarvainen. Oh, that's not nice. It's the one All right. from it's
1: the one from uh, the Sabers. Oh yeah, Rasmus <laughs> versus I'm a I'm a fucking genius. <laughs> I was like, "Wait, no, I can picture him."
0: Yes, yeah, I can't. I couldn't even tell you what his number was. But I can tell you his name is Rasmus Ristolainen. You said those all to me so many times this season.
1: <laughs> and speaking of shorthanded goals, you know, um, who scored his first career playoff goal as shorthanded? Little Chenandler Stevenson. Chenandler
0: Stevenson. Little Steve. We love us some Chenandler.
1: He has really like during the playoffs, like really come into his own as a player. Especially since they've moved him up to that line with Backstrom and Oshie, he's killing it. He's killing it, and I love him. And I would like to. I have a list of players on the Capitals. There's six dudes who have scored their first either first goal or first point this year in the playoffs, and that is only one of them is a vet. So it's our our boy, little Steve Chandler Stevenson, Christian Juice who was his first point. Lil Steve was his first point and his first goal. Christian Juice is his first point. Dimitri Orlov got his first goal this year. That was in game Dima! six. Our, our good boy Dima, who uh, is the little girl with the little curl. When he's good, he's very, very good.
0: When he is bad, he is horrid. Oh, Woof, mama.
1: Jacob Verana, my my best and brightest baby son, got his first point. Baby V. Jacob Yerebeck got his first point, And Michal Kempney got his first point.
0: Now, those last two checks cuz there were three checks in a row there. Yeah. Check, check, check. Check, check, check. Our they are not rookies. They're new to the Capitals. Oh, is he? Mhm. has played. I in... thought he was older than that.
1: Oh, I'm pretty sure Yarbeck's a rookie. I'm pretty sure. This is like his, like his first year. I this is when we got him from somebody. His we did. We got him from um we got him from Montreal, but he had has never played in an NH, on an NHL team before this year. He played with the Laval Rocket. And then played in the KHL
0: last year. you are right, he was undrafted.
1: he's doing, he's doing real well for himself. I wish he were back in the lineup because I don't
0: think yeah, he yeah okay, deserves so to be... he, he is an older rookie though. Oh he's yeah, 26. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, he's older, but he's still a rookie.
0: Yeah, um, that's why I didn't think he was because I then, knew he wasn't a baby.
1: No, he's not a baby. Kempney has actually only he's only he's played a to- grand total of seven playoff games now. Wow. He played one with Chicago. I think it was with Chicago. Whatever, he played one before he got to D.C. And he has also played really super well, and I'm glad that he's on our team now.
0: Yeah.
1: Do you have any other highlights before I get into talking about the Jersey
0: Devils? Just about our, our lovely Capitals and what I mentioned before about how I think this particular iteration of the Capitals have some swagger going into this round with, with, with the Pens. Obi can't wait to do it. Says it's going to be fun. Um, oh. And, you know, some of the... the our boy Tarek over at NBC Sports Washington he had a very good point in saying, I love Tarek, saying, and I love Tarek. He had a very good point in saying, you know, there's a bunch of guys on this team that don't know what this whole, like, let's all, like, close up our sphincters because we're playing the pens again attitude is. Meanwhile, and they don't care. I'm going to L- close up
1: my sphincter.
0: Like, little Steve wasn't around. Kempney wasn't around. Yerbeck wasn't around. Verana. Juice. Verana. Yeah. They're like, yep. Let's go play. I, hope. I have a different feeling about it I than mean, I, than maybe I we
1: have our, did in our years past. Secret weapon now, and I don't mean Yevgeny or Yevgeny Kuznetsov speaking Russian to Yevgeny Malkin, in that group hour can really, like, do something to the Pens, I think. hmm Like, he was not great against CBJ, but, like, whatever. He's never played
0: in the playoffs before. But he's he did. Played he played in- one game when, when Braden had a little bit of the old north and south oh did he yes
1: okay well
0: i don't know if it was last year or the year before i don't remember
1: obviously i've forgotten well didn't he i think he came in in relief last year during the penn series as well that may have been Um, the game that i got really 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 super hammered and turned off halfway through the second i'm not i don't think anyone
0: would i don't think anyone would blame you i'm
1: not a real fan i couldn't make it through the whole
0: uh oh this is not (laughs) a real fan bullshit We should have put that under the low light.
1: Yeah. Oh, I don't even want to talk about it. Like, fuck it. I'm not about gatekeeping. Be a fan anyway you want to be a fan. Some people don't have the fortitude to sit through two OT, and I don't blame them.
0: Yeah. You love your hockey's. Love your hockey's. I
1: don't have the fortitude to sit through two OT, but I drove and I have to wait for Amy. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just I'll just be in the bathroom having anxiety shits. It's fine.
0: Um, oh my. So talk about your devils. Yeah, I want to highlight. Talk about the devils. devils
1: highlight. My, my my good boys the devils came back to the uh, playoffs for the first time in a while. Since 2012, I believe, because they sucked for a while. And as I said multiple times over the summer after JoJo got traded there, that's where good hockey goes to die. Good hockey didn't go there to die this year. I said starting um, the first game that I went to see the Devils play this year was the first preseason game the Caps played against them back on September 18th. And I came out of it and I was like, holy shit, the Devils are actually good this year. And they were. The Devils kicked ass and got themselves into first place in the division. And never fell out of playoff position the entire season. So they go in and it's this like either like super vets, guys like Brian Boyle, who have won cups with other teams or noobs who have never been to a playoff before. So they go in and they've had like four guys score their first career playoff goals. It's Taylor Hall, Nico Hischier, Will Butcher, Stefan Nason. I'm so proud of my stupid little terrible Jersey hockey team that I accidentally caught feelings for. And then I'm also very pleased that 2017's number one and number two overall draft picks got their first career playoff goals this year. Both of them in play two or in game two for their respective teams. Yay. And also if you want to go look up some highlights, Sven Andraghetto also got his first career playoff goal, which was the game five game winning goal against the Preds. So I love all these little rookies and p- little dudes who have never been to the playoffs before, getting their first goals, and I'm so proud of all these idiot hockey boys. We love our idiot
0: hockey boys.
1: I caught feelings about a lot of things. I'm really gonna be in trouble if Washington, Jersey, and Dallas all make the playoffs at the same time. I'm probably gonna have some kind of meltdown.
0: Oh goodness. Well, yeah, and then you'd have to you'd have to stay up super well, not super late dallas games wouldn't be super late but they'd no, be Or
1: dallas, dallas is thank god only an hour behind because it's central time but look western division games they'd be stuck up against like no i mean because it's only central division so it really wouldn't be that bad in the first round in the first round then it would be like oh yeah now we're playing la fuck
0: <laughs> aye, aye, aye.
1: all right our last segment's our most fun segment for us um, but Whee! if you don't want to hear us talk about Hot Boys, now would be the time to uh, cut and run. So um, let's talk about the Scylites.
0: Scylites. Because it
1: is playoff beard season. It is. Who you got for best playoff beard so far?
0: Okay, so my question to you on this is this. Is it, because now that we've finished round one, is it best playoff beard still standing? Or the best one that I have seen thus far?
1: Um,
0: Both. Well, Winnick wins on the thus far like you cannot beat daniel winnick's beard it is beautiful it is full it is lush it almost looks like it was painted on but painted in such a precise and majestic way that
1: was designed by god himself
0: i i believe it i believe it plus he looks really good cooking in nothing but an apron
1: yes (laughs) shout out to taylor winnick for being like everything also i love their dogs
0: their dogs are adorable all their little bulldogs and Taylor Winnick is an excellent follow on Twitter. Yes. That's my little shout out recommendation.
1: Um, she's a badass. She did the uh, CAPS canine
0: calendar photos last year as well. Yes. She's an excellent photographer, period. Yeah. Not to mention very funny and very cool. I don't know. Let's see. Who's left? I mean, you could go I mean, with, the, look, with the Brent Burns or the Jumbo Joes who just have but those are beards year-round. anyway. Those are,
1: those are year-round Sasquatch beards. That's not fair. Okay. Does that count? twitter i mean i think so twitter on twitter Tell us. hit us on yes. twitter at pucker up pod does brent burns or joe thornton's beard count as a playoff beard or does it not count because those are year-round
0: you know whose looks really good although they got eliminated tonight too nazem kadri don't
1: talk to me i, I hate to say
0: Khadri. it i want to hear it Ooh.
1: speaking of you know who's looks good freddie anderson
0: true i do I mean, love a ginger I-
1: beard the ginger beards are the thing. Best eliminated playoff beard. Wait, just close Giroux account because. Oh.
0: Ginger beard. I think you might have a ginger beard off situation.
1: I might. I like a good ginger beard. I like I like Giroux anyway. I think he's
0: hot. You know what? You should go with Giroux because you know Giroux's not gonna shave his off just because he got knocked out of the playoffs.
1: Yeah, but that's why I'm thinking it's like it's like Burns and Thornton situation. It's like, he's not shaving that. That's there.
0: It mm. lives there. I mean, my hockey boyfriend's got himself a nice beard.
1: It's there. It lives there. I hate when he shaves. He He looks like Stranger Danger, and I don't like it.
0: Well, I've told this story before, but one of the last couple of times he shaved, I showed my mother a picture of him, and she was like, who's that? I was like, he plays for the Capitals. I know. Is he new? Is he new? No. No. Um, I don't like it. Let's see. I'm trying to think if there's anybody on our Capitals that could...
1: No, you know what I mean. What I really want is I want the caps to make a super deep run because I want to see what Tom beard Tom Wilson's beard's gonna do. Oh, because it was starting to get gnarly at the end of last season. I want it. I want it to roam free. <laughs> I mean, his five o'clock shadow game is on point. Girl, his beard game is on point. It could become something. It could grow. It could become sentient, and I want to see what
0: happens. <laughs> yeah, and it could become sentient in a good way, not in a Patrick Laine
1: way. Patrick Laine?
0: Not in a Patrick Laine way.
1: That's the worst play. Like, like, worst playoff. His is the,
0: the worst part. kind of sentient beard, like, it's, and it's, you know that beard is sentient, because it kind of just like attached itself at one ear, and then reattached itself at the other ear, and just did things in between. It's,
1: it's the worst playoff beard. I don't care if it's there the year-round. <laughs> Oh, no. You know what? I hope the Preds get knocked out so I don't have to look at Nick Benino's beard this year.
0: That is not a memorable beard to me in any way.
1: It only grows on his chin. Ew. It's like, it's chin strap. It's, n- uh.
0: Yeah, that's no, well. And then there are the beards that just grow in patchy places.
1: I've heard that, uh, Christian Juice is, um, not doing so great.
0: The Swedes can't. I mean, poor Nicky.
1: Nick, I love Nick Backstrom. I'm terrified of Nick Backstrom. But I love Nick Backstrom. That poor dude. Every single year.
0: He's just got patches of blonde in his face, and most of it comes out of that damn mole on his cheek.
1: Oh. And it's so it's like blondish, gingerish, like patches. And I don't want to say, oh, well, Swedes can't grow beards. Victor Hedman is fine. Hmm. And for some reason, I don't want to say, oh, I don't want to like blanket, oh, blonde Swedes can't grow beards.
0: Berkey can't.
1: Neilander can. I've seen it. It's weird.
0: Oh, I can imagine I have not seen it. I don't know if um, I want to. He's such a baby. I don't want to see him with facial like, hair. Is it
1: just gonna come in and is it gonna look gonna be like a little weird pirate thing? Like Carlson and Johansson? Like what's happening? Carlson shaved his off and it looked real weird and I was
0: like, I don't like that. Oh, I don't know if I wanna see him without a beard. It's look, you can still He's st- sexy Burger King. He <laughs> cannot be sexy Burger King without the beard. You can still see
1: where it was. It's not like it's uh, well gone. Yeah. I don't like it when Johansson shaves his either. He looks too young. And also I will throw literally any Pittsburgh penguin under the bus for worse playoff beard. Mm-hmm. Except for Phil Kessel.
0: You know who might be able to grow himself a decent playoff beard? I hate to say it. Zdeno Chara.
1: We're going to find out.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's a nice kind of thickish five o'clock shadow that I noticed tonight during the game.
1: Man, I got to tell you, um, Melanie saw Zdeno Chara for the first time tonight
0: oh my god i need to know
1: because we got she came home and i said hey do you want to watch the uh, toronto and boston game and she's like yeah sure it'll give me a reason to like do my yoga and i'm like okay so i turn it on and it shows him sitting on the bench and it's like he is looking into the void and she sees him and she's like holy shit she goes i'm putting him on my fantasy team next year he looks like he's seen some things um my roommate drafted her fantasy team this year based on their little headshots and which one looked like he was the most dead behind the eyes
0: then i think shara is should be like her number one draft pick with a bullet
1: um she ended up with like well not all of them were drafted that way some of them were drafted specifically to either irritate or thwart me Uh ah that's how she ended up with suban and flurry. I had Subban goalie. in fantasy. She, she fucking took Subban from me. It, like, she took Subban from me. My other friend took Sagan from me. I yelled a lot. It was fine. Anyway, she came in second in our league because she lost her last matchup. She lost two matchups the entire league, not the entire season, the entire league. Ooh. One early in the season and one and then the final matchup she lost.
0: She but was, she doesn't like hockey. Yeah, she was pissed.
1: No, she doesn't <laughs> like hockey. She's fucking competitive though. Like, come on.
0: Well, there okay. is that.
1: Worst playoff beard, all the Pittsburgh Penguins, best playoff beard, everyone on the Washington Capitals. Go fuck yourself. But... <laughs> Thank you for listening to our very not safe for work, but also very whatever.
0: Oh, oh, before we go, a little bit of business. Oh. We we, ha- we got some new Twitter followers tonight. We did. They are a couple boys, and I'm going to actually look them up real quick, from Connecticut College. Ooh. The Connecticut College Camels, and since it is still technically Hump Day, hump shout boy. out to Camels for Hump Day. We have Steven, who is at the Grizzly Bear, Connecticut College class of 18. Connor Roderick's, at Connor Roderick's connecticut college class of 20 and jacob moreau who's our newest follower current college class of 2020 they are all hockey players for connecticut college they are all my sister is in the administration at connecticut college and they are all on her staff and she basically told them about us during her staff meeting tonight and um, texted me and told me that they were going to follow us and also said that they were in the middle of a staff meeting and that those boys in particular also might be watching Game 7 on their mobile devices during (laughs) said staff meeting.
1: Look, you do what you got to do.
0: To which I responded to her, they may be doing the right thing. To which she responded to me, I may be willing to let them. (laughs) So, So yeah, shout out to the Khan College boys tell all your friends we're a couple of women who are talking hockey but we don't care if you're a man woman and children probably shouldn't listen to us because we are pretty damn not safe for work
1: if you are a child and you are listening to this please put down your headset don't don't please uh i can't i'm not responsible for your upbringing or the swear words that you learned from me ditto anyway if you also would like to follow us we are at pucker up pod on twitter.com and we will be available on itunes as soon as i set that up and for now right now right this moment you can listen to teaser clips on our soundcloud
0: which is also a pucker up pod correct yes ma'am
1: Hooray. Um, if you have any questions, anything, anything burning questions, feedback, anything you really want to get off your chest, you can add us on Twitter or you can email puckeruppod at com, And we'll be happy to address your issues and make fun of your complaints.
0: <laughs> she She's not lying.
1: Especially if you're a Pens fan.
0: She's definitely not lying.
1: And probably if you're a Bruins fan. Well, let's be real. Mm.
0: Yeah, or a lightning fan.
1: We got a lot of beef right now. It's the playoffs. Because the cop, bro. Thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you next time.
0: Bye.